made this. Welcome to Don't Say the C Word, the lockdown podcast on the We Made This podcast network, hosted by me, Mark Adams. And we are into pilot season, and this is the second of five planned pilots that I'll be bringing to you over the next few weeks. This is the pilot for a podcast called Ink Stories. Nice and simple concept. I have a chat with a mate about one of their favourite tattoos, and they tell me the story behind it. Nice and simple. And I thought the perfect guest to try it out with would be Matt Davis, the man behind Malachi J. Matthews. Matt and I record a podcast on a weekly basis about B-movies. And he is as much of a tattoo lover and about as bonkers as I am. So I thought he would be brilliant. So have a listen and tell me what you think about Ink Stories. Hello and welcome to Ink Stories, a podcast about the stories behind people's tattoos. My name is Mark Adams and I am your host and I have quite a lot of tattoos, but not as many as I would like. Every time I bring on a different guest and I ask them the story behind one of their favourite tattoos. And my guest at this time is Matt Davis. Hello, Matt. Hello, Mark. How's it going? You all right? I'm all right. I'm I'm doing a podcast pilot, so I'm having a good day. That's not like you, but I'm doing a new podcast. It's uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's something new you started doing in the lockdown, is it? Yeah. Well, I have all these ideas, and I've got nowhere to put them, so I'll, I'll put them on the internet. <laughs> you might as well do, mate. That's what that's what it's for. Pictures of cats and podcasts at the minute. It's- it's true. How are you, anyway? I'm all right. I'm tired. I'm really tired in real life. My, I've been. I was up until about six o'clock this morning decorating my dining room. I'm again. I want to get it all ready so it's done in time for Christmas. Well, that's what you've been doing with your lockdown, isn't it? I've been doing new podcasts. You've been like making your house rustic. Yeah, rustic. It's like a combination of a a nice crispy baguette or and uh, Nando's. <laughs> <laughs> good, good. So before we talk about your tattoos, tell me a little bit about you. My name's Matt. I uh, pretend to be Malachi J. Matthews. Uh, I used to, well, I used to. Uh, I, I work in wrestling when, when, when the COVID isn't here. I'm a commentator or a baddie manager, a ring announcer, a general wrestling dog's body. Uh, but what I do now is I do that on a podcast on every week, Super Tap Film Club, along with Magic Mark, as you're called on that show, and yes. our friend Hollywood Fletch, uh, where we, we watch old films, generally from the 80s and 90s. It's stuff like Highlander, Highlander 2, Hands of Steel, all that sort of, all that quality, quality stuff. <laughs> so, yeah, that, we do that, and that comes out every Tuesday. I love how all three of us have, like, stage names just for that podcast, and it is just us. Magic Mark's yeah. no different to me. No, no, yeah. 
But the thing is, yeah, that, that is totally true. <laughs> it's a bit different, but the thing is, when when we started doing this, the world was normal, and we were actually doing wrestling shows, which is where people did, did know us from. So it true. sounds a bit better than uh, Matt Davis and Mark Adams talk about Robocop. <laughs> I mean, I'd listen into that. Oh, wait, I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. So we are going to talk about your tattoos. How many tattoos do you have? Or if you have so many, you've lost count. About what kind of percentage coverage do you have? To be honest, I have no idea. I've got to that point where I've got no, I've no idea. I'd say I'm about just under half covered. Just under half. All of my fingers bare too tattooed. Both arms, both legs, back of my neck, the side of my neck, my ankles, my chest and my stomach yeah so uh, yeah I'm covered in them basically I was a similar amount and and spreadage as yourself Mark I don't know I think remember I've only got one sleeve and the other arm is completely bare oh right you have so um, and I've got nothing on my chest either oh well maybe that's it I've, I've probably uh, geographically more spread out than you then <laughs> <laughs> no I think you've got quite a bit more than me it's, um, it's yeah. not like I'm not a tattooed man, but you're a particularly tattooed man. Yeah, I, it's one of those things I never, I don't really notice it anymore, and I never, I never really did in the first place. But I suppose it's, I, I suppose I've got a certain look, haven't I? I, I, I that that a lot of people have with that have tattoos, sort of thing. But yeah, uh, they're just, a, they're just a part of me, man. <laughs> but yeah, I can see. I think it's because. Nowadays it's a little bit different, but having like tattooed fingers, exposed neck tattoos, and things like that, a few years ago, wasn't quite as uh, commonplace as it is now. No, and you've had yours a while, haven't you? I have had them a while because I'm old as the hills, Mark. So I've been getting tattooed for about twenty-five years now. See, I started a little bit later than that. I was mid-thirties when I started getting my tattoos, but I caught yeah. up. I was probably about twenty when I started. Nineteen, twenty, my first one was just to pick it and stick it off a wall in just like a local place in town. Pick it and stick it, that's a good term, that. Yeah. <laughs> pick it and stick it. I'm not really a tattoo-y person, but I've got a lot of tattoos, if that makes any sense. I'm not the sort of person that buys magazines and goes to conventions and stuff like that. You've not been to conventions? I love the conventions. The only pick it and stick it I've ever had was at conventions. Yeah, see, that's a little bit different, though, from a convention, because that's, you know where it's from mine is the first one I ever had was it's just like a, it's it's not even a Celtic it's like a tribal sun sort of thing so it's, it's a typical sort of thing that you would have got done at the end of yeah. the 90s <laughs> <laughs> brilliant okay so which of your tattoos have you chosen and can you describe it for me I have decided to go well this is a toss up really because should I ask you to ask you? I've got two. I didn't know which to say. It's my, my Phil Collins one or one on my ankle that my daughter drew and tattooed into my leg herself. Which one would you rather talk about? I like them both equally. Why not do both? All right. The two tattoos that I've picked. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first one is I've got a. She actually said it was a zombie robot. Uh, so I've got a face on my ankle which is like a scary 
uh, it looks do you remember salad fingers right it looks a little bit like that the face of it but I didn't draw it it was my daughter drew it when she was about oh god probably about three or four years old amazing she asked if she could draw draw a tattoo for me so she drew it on my leg like with a pen before she went to school and then I, I went out and got it tattooed that day but when she came back she complained that it wasn't in the purple pen that she'd drawn it on my leg in but yeah so it's a, a zombie <laughs> a zombie robot on my ankle I always get asked about that one same, same with the other one that I'm going to talk about the other one that I've picked is on the back of my right arm I have a tattoo of Phil Collins <laughs> It's, it's, it's the front cover of No Jacket Required. Um. <laughs> this was the one that I expected you to pick, I'll be honest with you. Because yeah. it is my favourite of your tattoos. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a tattoo I got as a joke. A, a lot of my tattoos that I've got, uh, a lot of, well, a lot of er- everything that I do <laughs> is because it's a joke or if, if I think something's funny. And I decided to get this tattoo of Phil Collins because I've got a thing about synchronicity and things like that. And I was reading a lot about synchronicity at the time. And the one thing that kept sort of popping up like a constant in my life at the time was Phil Collins. <laughs> Are you a fan of Phil Collins? No, well, uh, yeah, no, I am now. At the time, I wasn't really, I wasn't, really, so I had a tattoo of Phil Collins when I, when I didn't really, I wasn't really a fan of Phil Collins. The tattoo is there to represent uh, my belief in synchronicity and things like that. It's got nothing to do with Phil Collins. <laughs> <laughs> but the reason I got it is because I felt like Phil Collins was following me around when I, when I was learning about the synchronicity. So in order to... to re- <laughs> It a very official representation of that was to have him on the back of my arm so he's always behind me and I call it the Fuck. mark of the beast <laughs> <laughs> I remember the first time we were in a changing room together for a wrestling show and you took your shirts off and I was like is that a tattoo of Phil Collins and you're like yeah <laughs> yeah I mean I get it a lot the funny thing is obviously in the summer I'm very much a uh, a sunshine person as you know Mark in the summertime I'm never in the house I've just always got a vest and a pair of shorts and flip flops on so my tattoos are always out and I forget because I've (laughs) I've had them all for so long I forget what things are and obviously it's on the back of me and the amount of times people have stopped me going excuse me mate is that a tattoo of Phil Collins? I just at first for for ages like oh fucking hell yes yes it is <laughs> but yeah people always ask me about that same same as same as I was saying earlier on I've got all these like real I have got some really nice pieces but nobody ever asked me about those it's no. always about the the robot zombie and the Phil Collins tattoo <laughs> I love that everybody's tattoo stories are so completely and utterly different and there can't be many folk who aren't into Phil Collins that that have got a Phil Collins tattoo (laughs) no no I mean now like 20 years later I'm I'm quite keen on Phil Collins (laughs) so that's perhaps an age thing dear yeah my whole 80s thing and you can't beat Mama by Genesis ha 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 (laughs) <laughs> yeah but yeah that's probably my fa- they're probably my favourite tattoos to be honest 
<laughs> well, Matt, thank you so much for coming on to Ink Stories and telling me your ink story. Thank you. Don't Say the C Word is hosted by me, Mark Adams, at MarkAdamsHC on Twitter. The show's Twitter handle is at Don't Say the C Pod. The theme tune was composed by Zach Graygun and the logo created by Carl Bryan. Thank you for listening. Elsewhere on We Made This. Observing the Pattern, a fringe podcast. Yes, and it's, I mean, it, it speaks a little bit to, you know, Walter's mindset now, which is, you know, he's, this is his Peter now. Yeah. So. That's interesting. And I think, I mean, I think the line, what what the what that line is trying to kind of put across is that there may be some behavior or the way this Walter speaks that's different to Walter. Right. And I, that, that was my thought too. Like maybe just the, the subtle differences, you know, young Peter, Peter notices those things, but it yeah. just, it was just a weird way for young Peter to voice those thoughts. I thought, yeah. so. Pick a disc. All of, of all of the songs, you know, uh, not thinking about I Write Sins, which like you said, I think everyone knows all the words to that song, whether they want to or not. But when, um, <laughs> if I'm like, if I'm cleaning the kitchen or something and London Beckham comes on shuffle, like it amazes me, you know, and we're coming up on 15 years from when that record came out that I can just like belt out the words without even realizing that I have them like stored away somewhere in my brain. And I think that's because... It, the song flows so well that it just it sticks with you. Right in the childhood. A bit of a twist, wasn't it? That like, well, I think we're going back to it again, but like everyone knew um, she was impossible. It's like it yeah. would, it would like it would make sense as well because it wasn't like she was even wearing a disguise or anything, and like the whole school knew. But it was that thing of like she can save the day by night, but couldn't ask the boy out. It's Quite an original take, even stuff like Puffy. Nobody knew she was the Slayer until much later on. I'm glad they sort of got rid of that. Check out all of these shows and more on the We Made This podcast network.